Welcome to Season 2 of the Modern Bruja Podcast. With Sin and Jay, your favorite brujas, talking about all things spiritual in this modern world. Welcome everyone to Modern Bruja. This is Sin with my co-host Jay. Say hi, Jay. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I don't believe you're okay. Because I, I was so like meager. And you're I know. Like, hi. I'm I'm barely holding on, but I'm fine. Basically, that's it right there. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Now I'm getting old, so it's... Oh. And because asthmatic, it hits me. I'm asthmatic, so it hits me in my chest always. doesn't matter if it's like a small cold. Mm -hmm. So it just takes a little longer for like my chest to bounce back. Got it. Um, I was going to say, I'm glad that you made it. Uh, that you survived long enough to do this recording because <laughs> one, I, I wouldn't basically record by myself. So there's that. Two, um, I get to see you, which is awesome. I get to I hear know. your voice. Yeah, cold season is here on yeah. top of all the other stuff that's around, right? But yeah. this is technically also our flu season, so not out of the norm. Um, we're just not used to having normal colds anymore. So I know. it's kind of like, what is this? <laughs> It's like, oh no, am I washing my hands enough? Because I feel like, you know, colds are so easy, right? To transmit. Right. And then you're holding right. doors and doing this. And I'm like, did I not wash my hands enough? Uh, mm. And you know, it's um, perfect timing too, because um, we're both asthmatic. So I totally feel mm. you. Like this is the season that I tend to have more asthma related issues during the winter than I do during the summer. I don't do well with cold air. It's hard for mm-hmm. me to breathe in cold air. It, trigger, it triggers my asthma. Um, and today's episode, so it's like kind of timely that you got sick. I totally planned it. You totally planned this. Because today's episode <laughs> is, um, you know, everyday witchy things that we do with an emphasis on like kitchen stuff, like mm-hmm. kitchen, kitchen witchery, if you will. Um, and so this is a great segue into talking about today's topic about what do you do for colds or for asthma, mm-hmm. right? What's an everyday witchy thing that you do? Uh, for me, that's honey. I love honey. Um, and I, we were mentioning allergies too earlier and I have allergies, seasonal allergies as well. I don't get it too bad in the fall. It's mostly in the spring. Uh, but I do like using just a spoonful to help. It's antibacterial. So it helps me um, clear all this out and soothes like the back of my throat mm-hmm. too, because it gets pretty, um, just pretty inflamed and it's an anti-inflammatory too, right? So it just helps all the way around. Right. So when we talk about kitchen witchery, right. And we talk about, um, there's a Western, medical treatment for asthma, which is necessary, like, which Mm -hmm. is the steroid part of it, which is what we, which I know I use, I can't speak for Jay, but I I do, but I only use it in emergencies. Yeah. It's in my purse Um, just in case. Right. In case we have something, yeah, that goes off. But for the most part, I use my inhaler. I I probably use it once a year. If that, like, I've been really good. Like I've been on top of my asthma treatment where it's like maybe once a year. And when I I have, (laughs) go ahead. And I was going to say, I, um, it, they always expire on me. You know how they have like a hundred right. and whatever. I'm like, gee, I feel so wasteful because it's like 175 
Um, right. And it's expired and I have to go get a new one. So I got a new one in the beginning of COVID because I was scared. Mm -hmm. And, but that's, that's why it's new, but that I don't use it. So folks, if there's any pharmacy, pharmacist out there, I can't even think of the word. I was gonna say pharmaceutical, <laughs> but that's not the right word. If there's any pharmacist out there that wanna, how, how, how long do expired inhalers actually last? Please Good do question. us a solid and let us know because or even a nurse, don't go right? through them. No. And it, <laughs> right, it's, like, it's a very, and it's very wasteful. We feel wasteful mm -hmm. when we have like 173 pumps left out of 180. Right. Like it's I know. Wasteful. We <laughs> it's want like... to preserve, we just want to preserve. Right. You know, oh we just God. preserve like, Save us an extra $30 copay on an inhaler. Thank you. Seriously. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't, I, you know, when I was younger and my asthma, especially after bronchitis and I had to use my inhaler often and do a lot of breathing treatments. Um, what I didn't like was the steroids that they contain. They make you just, I mean, there's a difference. If you're always on them, you will feel the difference of the steroid. You, they make your body feel different. There's just, a, there's a difference there. Um, that I won't necessarily go into because it's also necessary in order for you to breathe. So it kind of is what it is. And um, but I learned how to control my asthma in the very curandera witchy way, which is with natural products. And like I said, I still have to kind of use my inhaler every once in a while. But one thing I do just like you, Jay, is honey. I try to get local organic honey every year, like with the season to prepare, you know, with allergies, it's really to prepare my body for the allergens that are in the air, because mm -hmm. I have environmental asthma, I have environmental like allergies, so the pollen, everything that's in the air, you know, bees are sacred, we could, we could, we, we do this enough, but we never follow up, we could do a whole episode on bees, but we're not going <laughs> to do a whole episode on bees. <laughs> That was basically when we try to talk about Bay and the Beehive. Like it's probably not gonna happen. So the uh, I know it's probably not gonna happen. Um, but uh, honey, you're right, is anti-inflammatory. It helps soothe, right? Mm -hmm. It, you know, if you have allergies, it helps introduce the pollens into your body so that they're not rejecting them and causing inflammation. Because allergy is really just an inflammation of the body. That's its trigger response because right. it's allergic to it, right? So it helps kind of soothe that. And so when I do that, I feel like I don't, don't have to deal with it as many asthma related issues. Although, like I said, the cold is a trigger for me. So I do always have to watch out for the cold. So the other thing I do for asthma is I drink a lot of hot liquids. Um, I was laughing earlier because I said like, it's, you know, maybe it was a lie my grandmother told me. I don't know, because, you know, she's a good on Maybe she told me this lie. But drinking hot liquids really help to release the mucus and the inflammation in your body. Mm -hmm. She didn't like drinking cold. Like for me, it's like room temperature hot. I do have like iced coffees, but um, you know, over time I've also tried to reduce that because I do notice a difference in just like my um, or you get super gross mucus levels in you comparison know. to like my non-mucus levels. Right. When I'm like having hotter liquids, it just feels a lot better, right? Do you use honey for anything else, Jay, than just for asthma and allergies? I do, but one thing about the hot, because um, it just came to my mind. My doctor told me that another good way for allergies, um, or I'm sorry, for asthma is caffeine. So I don't know if the caffeine mm. helps because it's like hot coffee 
it's helping you with the heat and also opening your lungs because the caffeine does that. Um, so that's what a tip that my doctor gave me. I like your doctor. I know. <laughs> I love it. What's his name? Because I want to I know. get a coffee prescription. <laughs> A coffee prescription. <laughs> I love it. Well, my doctor said I can, right? The doctor said I need to have like five cups a day. Y'all judging me, but it is my treatment plan. Thank you. Mind oh your business. Bye. I'm asthmatic. Like, bye. Bye. That's my bye. answer. I mean, like I already tell people bye when they like try to snark and be judgy about my current caffeine, you know, addiction. I'm like, I'm asthmatic. That's going to be the new one. I'm asthmatic. Okay. It is. You should totally use it. Um, <laughs> But for honey, mosquitoes tend to like adore me, which I hate. And mm -hmm. I can really break out. Um, but I don't like Benadryl because even if I'm taking it topically, it makes me dizzy and for days. Mm. So it gives me like I have a side effect for a few days, not just when I take it. Um, so I love honey, even though it's a little sticky. It works right. because it helps. Again, it calms the burn. So you don't like, you don't have to itch um, mm -hmm. as much. And then it helps with the anti-inflammatory, helps it go down and heal faster. So I put honey, mm -hmm. I, one year I was attacked, viciously attacked wow. by mosquitoes. And I, I mean, I had it on my face and I'm really careful because I've had my um, eye swell shut if it's just on the side of my eye. So I put oh it like gosh. everywhere. It was on my chin, it was on my knees. <laughs> And I'm just like sitting husband, there, so sticky. Your husband must have been like, mm, look I know, at you, sweet stuff. Like, what, you, what you doing over there? What you doing over there? Look at all sticky. Look at all sticky. That's so funny. I have never actually tried that. I'm going to try that next year mm -hmm. because I am a magnet for mosquitoes too. I've never tried that one. Yeah. Um, I like honey for hair too, actually. Oh, I like yes. uh, mixing it with... Um, with some products I'm putting in my hair because it's really good for protein. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I had gastric bypass um, years ago. I can't remember how long ago at this point. Um, and your hair falls out when you get the gastric oh, yeah. just because you're not eating. Like, and always, so also let me just say, if there's anybody that's had gastric bypass and you're at the beginning stages, yes, your hair falls out. No, there's nothing you can do. It's, <laughs> it's just plain science. Like, I know like, it's funny because I don't want to be mean about it. I know, but I feel like, like yes and no. <laughs> Right. Like, I don't want to be mean about it, but it's just kind of like it's science, right? You're not eating enough. Right. So you don't eat enough, you lose nutrients and your hair is a reflection of the nutrients in your body. So you can load up on B12 if you want. You can load up on biotin. I was just going to ask that. Oh, it, so that still doesn't help. So if you no. get like the hair, skin and nail. Bit. Okay. A little bit. Like it helps a little bit, but that like it still falls out. What I ended up doing, sorry, my cat just walked by and it scared the bejesus out of me. And you saw me, I was just like, what's that? You forgot you had a cat. I thought I had kicked him out. Um, I don't know if guys. Like, what you doing there? Like, what is, I'm starting to see new things now. What is this? Oh my gosh. What does help, because not only is your hair actually falling from like out of your scalp, like the roots, right? It also starts to break. So like that, for me, the breaking is what kills me. Like the hair falling out, I don't know, like that was like whatever, cause I wasn't getting like bald spots, but the breaking of my hair was like the one that was really triggering me because it's like, you had like, it looked like you had like a really bad, like layered hair. Do you hear my cat? Oh. Give me one second. Give me one second. <laughs> 
breakage in the hair like that like you had a bad layer yeah so if you um think about like when you have really bad split ends or your mm -hmm. hair is extremely damaged or you ever, ever had like really bad heat treatments to your hair <laughs> i mean all three yes yes right <laughs> your hair starts to break mm -hmm. right and that's what happens with your hair like your hair is not falling from your scalp it's like just breaking in half so you'll have like weird layers in your hair that nobody oh. gave you professionally <laughs> And, and your hair just starts to thin out really bad. Yeah. Even if you're not doing any heat treatment on it, it starts to thin out really bad. So like the biggest fix you can do is just cut your hair when you're going through the gastric bypass. But the one thing that I did was started using a lot of honey because of the protein. Because part of it is that you lack protein, right? Mm -hmm. During the gastric bypass. You're not processing it. You're not absorbing anything at the beginning. You start to absorb with time. And um the honey helps build strength in your hair and it really like makes it nicer and stronger so that you get that haircut because you're going to probably have to have a chop right. once you get that chop your hair like you can like start doing the honey treatments on them and it just gives it much more strength so that it like you're not dealing with like hair coming out of your like falling out of your scalp and then also like breaking because that's like you wake up triggered every morning, basically. I bet. That's oh. <laughs> every morning, you're like, why did I do this? Do you do straight um, honey or do you mix it with any other hair treatments? So I, I would do like oils and put some honey in there. or something. Like olive oil? Yogurt. Yeah, like olive oil and then and uh, castor oil, Jamaican castor oil, which is really, really good to like not only darken your hair, but also strengthen your hair too mm -hmm. and help it grow. So I would do like Jamaican castor oil, uh, olive oil, and then some honey, because the honey by itself is like not going to come it's off. Too, I was going to say it's pretty sticky. Very sticky. Sometimes I would do like yogurt, like you would do like a yogurt um, and avocado and like blend it up and then put some honey in that. And then that worked really well too. Okay. So those were like some of my favorites with honey that you could do. Um, some folks I like to put like honey on their skin for like skin treatments but mm -hmm. that for me breaks me out because it's just sugar so it doesn't work well for me uh, but do you boo-boos do you glamwitches probably do, good do it works well for you i know <laughs> i'm like it's probably <laughs> good on pimples because again it's antibacterial anti-inflammatory oh, and right. that's the same theory i use for the mosquito bites but i've never really tried it for pimples because like same thing my face might not yeah. enjoy I feel like it's already irritated with the pimple and might not like that extra. Right. Yeah. Like I can't really do sugar scrubs for that reason. Cause I feel like sugar scrubs just irritate my skin more They're than actually, yeah, yeah. Instead of helping them. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we continue to talk about like kitchen witchery and just like everyday magical things that we do like this, this is one of the, like honey is a staple for that reason. Definitely. Because it has multiple uses. This is stuff that curanderas have been prescribing for centuries, mm -hmm. right? For centuries. And I'm sure it's got even a bunch of other uses that we don't even know about. Or we just don't like, we're not thinking about right now because we haven't had to use it for that treatment, right? Right. What's some other daily things that you do? Hmm. I was just thinking of coconut oil too, because that's a good mm. one. Another good oil. That's like, oh, we should talk about some staples that you need in your pantry in terms of kitchen stuff. Yeah. Because honey, 
-hmm. check. Coconut oil, check, check. For Mm -hmm. many reasons, Mm -hmm. for many reasons. One, protection. Coconut oil is like a great protector. So you use it to protect um, for your hair, Mm -hmm. right? To strengthen your hair. Um, Cooking, it's obviously taste well. And we'll talk about like how like rituals for cooking in kitchen witchery, because I haven't done them um, lately. I don't do them consistently lately, but I have done them in the past and I want to share some of those. Um, how do you use coconut oil? Oh man, I use it. I had a dog before that had really bad um, skin issues. Mm. And so we would put little coconut oil in his um, in his food to help mm. to help it like because it literally does like clean. So if you have like a very stinky pet even, like it just helps clean all that out in a natural way instead of, you know, putting them on medication too. Because mm-hmm. that's, I feel like that's the root of coconut oil. It does help relieve of any kind of like body odor. Right. Too. So like it helps with pets. It also helps for us as people. So. Right. And these are like, again, um, sharing from a, a point of view things that our our people have been using for centuries that we might have lost the reasoning behind but now we're like coming back into like oh this is natural and it works and we Mm -hmm. should be using it more as much as we can um you know coconut oil is definitely a staple I use it um sometimes like with turmeric tea like turmeric tea is like one of my very witchy things that I love to do because it's very Mm anti-inflammatory Um, it's got different spices. Turmeric tea has um, either turmeric powder or fresh turmeric ground up, some ginger, um, cinnamon, and coconut oil and pepper. So you think about all those spices together, mm. right? They're, you know, spices and oils, like they protect and they bring in abundance and they cleanse, right? Coconut oil is also very cleansing, which is why you can use it to actually cleanse your skin, cleanse mm-hmm. things because it's a very cleansing Coconut is just very cleansing, right? Or even like um, oil pulls, right? I feel like you could right? use that for oil pulling. Mm-hmm. Like if we think about just the spiritual component of coconut, right? Which is mm-hmm. cleansing and protecting. Protection, right? yeah. Yeah, and like now if you think about how you use it in your food, it's usually in ways that to alimentarte, right? So like, I can't even think of the word in English, but like so to, thing, nourish, no. to nourish yeah, you, to nourish I'm you. like, yeah, sustenance. To, um, sustenance. <laughs> English in America, folks, <laughs> English in America. Um, that nourish you, right? If you think about how coconut nourishes you, it's also meant to cleanse you and it mm-hmm. helps cleanse for oil, like cleanses your mouth. It can cleanse your hair, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it can also help protect your hair. So um, different ways to use it. And my turmeric tea, like all these spices bring in and cleanse. So like it's cleansing and bringing things in like cinnamon abundance, coconut oil cleansing and protecting, right? Um, turmeric is anti-inflammatory as mm-hmm. well. That's good um, for your face color. too, right? It is. Yes. You want like to know it, it's a brightener. Ways? Yes. I like putting some, um, yogurt, like a little bit of yogurt, plain yogurt. Don't use the stuff that has the sugar in it. Um, and some turmeric powder and you put it on your face like a face mask and then you leave it on for like 10-15 minutes and then you wash it off but it also exfoliates because turmeric doesn't really fully disintegrate the way other powders might so it's a little bit of like an exfoliant once you're washing it off and it 
definitely brightens your skin. It just word of advice uh, or caution, I should say, it can leave your skin pigmented yellow. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> right, which is actually what brightens your skin. It's actually, that's part of what people think right. is giving them a glow because it's a yellow hue. Um, but that just means you have to like wash your face like probably one, one more time. Um, it does come off, but it just kind of gives you a little bit of a yellow glow. And it, I think my skin looks beautiful after I do that. And I love it. No. Um, but yeah, the first time I did, I was just like, why am I so like tan? Why am I so tan? <laughs> like, how did I do this? Right, yeah. right. Um, so yeah, like thinking about stuff like that, um, teas are a staple in any witch mm -hmm. pantry. We know this, whether they're loose leaf teas or bag teas. Mm -hmm. Um, I think about like a raspberry leaf tea for women such an important tea for women to take um, to regulate their, their menstrual cycle. Um, I'm, I also believe it's healthy during pregnancy, but you have to be careful what time in the pregnancy you're, you're taking the raspberry, raspberry leaf tea. So making sure you consult a doctor if you're pregnant before you take that. Um, mugwort tea is also very good for um, inducing a female cycle for those of us for those of us that have like irregular cycles that want to regulate them. Mm -hmm. Mugwort is really good for that, whether you smoke it or put it in a tea. Um, really good for lemon that as well. Balm. Lemon um, balm too is good yes. for for men's for women's hygiene. Right, and lemon balm. Uh, what is it? Yeah, lemon balm. Is that what we call? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. No, I'm thinking lemongrass. Sorry, no. <laughs> sorry. Lemongrass is great for protection and cleansing. Yes, yes. yes. That's what I'm just going like, wait, lemon something. Yes, lemon something. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, remember, remember last episode we talked about um cinnamon and putting cinnamon in your coffee. Yes. Do you yeah. remember this? Yes. So cinnamon. Um. I think Jay and I, when we do a lot of our own rituals, I, cinnamon for me is one of my favorite. Same. Like, oh, I, I love just cinnamon. love the way it I smells. Can't. I love the way it tastes. I, I put it in almost, you know, in my tea, but I also do rituals with it. My Which making Florida, tea is a ritual. Florida. Oh, it totally is. My Florida water is like more cinnamony than anything. <laughs> it's more cinnamony than floral. Because I love the I love the way that it smells and it's very protecting. It brings in a lot of abundance, mm -hmm. right? Um, but old wives tells, you know, curandera tells is that, what she tells is that if you wanna have somebody bring you something, um, you serve them coffee or tea, you basically serve them a drink or a food and you sprinkle cinnamon on it. And as you sprinkle it, you ask that they bring you what you want. So for example, mm. uh, the most easiest way to think about this, if you want like money, right? You, have a mug of coffee that you want to serve your husband because you want like I don't know you want something I don't know what you want Jay if we want shoes <laughs> so you want some shoes and you give him this coffee and you sprinkle some cinnamon and you say like I want your husband's name um, to bring me shoes and then you sprinkle that on um, and it's like a spell that people mm. do with food um, and there's like a lot of I don't I don't practice these like the food spells because there's a lot of ways to prepare food as a Bell to get things that you want from people. I right. don't practice those. That's like the one that I know. Um, but I know a lot of people that do them and they have a lot of success. So mm -hmm. more power to them. Um, and they're very interesting. Have you ever seen them done? 
the food ones yeah the food ritual they are interesting um yeah 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 they're a little gross they're very interesting but... a little bit because they're not necessarily like mm, i don't know if i want to eat that but yeah <laughs> right whatever i don't think the person that's receiving the food sometimes even knows no I know. idea yeah i don't think no so. idea um but when we talk about food rituals though um you know, in terms of kitchen witchery, the one thing I always think about is like our own rituals when we eat, right? Mm -hmm. um, blessing our food. Mm -hmm. So many of us have gotten away from the, like thanking the universe, thanking a higher being, thanking yourself for food. We just start to eat. Right. You know? We just start to eat. Um, and I'm guilty of that too. Last week I actually started, I've been doing it consistently now for like, I want to say like, close to six days now where I'm starting to like give thanks for food um before I put it in and just like that spiritually holds so much power that, right. that that gratitude of the food that you have on your plate it not only feels better like I think like when you're able to appreciate your food it does a couple of things one it puts out to the universe that you're thankful for what you're receiving what you have but two I think you think about your food relationship different you know, if you've been yeah. like overeating, you know, or anything like that, I think it, it helps with that too. Um, what are some other daily magical things that you do, Jay? Um, I've gotten out of the habit because, you know, I've been working from home, but when I was at work, I have um, a water bottle that I used at work only, you know, it's like my little, it was like a 32 ouncer. But every time I would go to fill it, I would charge it. So, mm. you know, um, with beauty stuff and also mentally, like so to give me clarity, um, you know, if it was just upset to like cool me down, right? Like every time I would refill, it would be something different. Um, mm. So I loved doing that. And I don't, and it, it was like a nice water bottle I saw. Um, I remember what book it was, but they had like a spell to charge your actual water bottle. So if you only had to do it like once, you know, you could do it for like self-love or whatever. But every time you filled that water, you would getting with that water bottle, you know, it was already charged. You didn't have to do it every time. But I liked to, you know, put my intentions in every time. I love that. I love charging the water, especially when you've been having like stressful days or like you need to have like a really good well like a well-being day like you gotta take care of yourself right charging your water is like such a great um tool to use like mm -hmm. such a great way to take care and nourish yourself it's like charging our moon waters right mm -hmm. like as witches we always want to like we focus on the moon water like the once a month or like you know <laughs> twice a month depending on what cycle you're working on right right um they always like they always focus on that but they don't focus on the water they're actually drinking every day right. and, and water holds so much energy too right so oh water is so powerful you know we I think as um spirituality is becoming trendy people think of like the only way to cleanse ourselves is through like smudging through smoke right right smoke and fire instead of water being a, the ultimate cleanser like water holds so much knowledge yeah so much does not um i mean i'm an earth sign so like my go-to is usually not water but the fact that a 
the fact that a earth sign can sit here and tell you like water is super magical. I know. Uh, Pisces, basically the only time you're ever going to get props from this Virgo. Okay. I really don't have much water in my chart either. It's like earth and yeah. fire. Yeah. Um, and air. So I feel like I have all three, but no water. So I feel like I do have to um, kind of complement that with drinking more water because yeah, I just don't have enough. But that, thank you for that one, Jay, because that's actually a witchy thing that you should be doing every day is looking at your chart and seeing, you know, if you're well-rounded, you're going to have like your planets um, evenly distributed into the different elements, the different the four elements. But if you're not, it's something that you can seek, right? Right. Um, you know, Jay doesn't have a lot of water elements. So like she knows that. So she seeks water as a way to balance her, to balance her planets, um, because that's not a natural go-to for them. Right. You know, like their naturals to stay in the fire or the, mm -hmm. or the earth, you know? Um, so using the other elements, I love that. That's actually a great thing to do. Um, what else? No, and I've got to think, what else? What do you do? I feel like sometimes we do things on an everyday basis that we don't even realize. Right. Oh, 100%. Like, you know what I always think about? Um, I think about when I was little. When I was very young, when my family was still a little bit more religious than they are now, like the bendicion, right? Mm -hmm. Like asking for la bendicion before you leave the house. Right. Or like my mom would like sometimes make me um, do the sign of the cross before, like buckle up, do the sign of the cross before we start driving as a way to protect ourselves, mm -hmm. right? It was, a, it was like a protection spell really is what she was doing. Um, and I had a lot of theas that would do that. And, you know, now they're in different religions, so they don't use the Catholic cross anymore. But, you know, they, it was something that was very instilled as a kid that sometimes I see friends that are still very Catholic and still do those protection spells because they're spells is what they mm -hmm. are, right? They're just spells. Use this prayer, or, you know, um, intention, however you want to talk about them. But um, that was something I used to do a lot. Um, and now what I find myself doing as an adult is that before I leave, before I head down my stairs, I always just do like a lot of gratitude before I leave my house. Like I wake up, so every morning before I even have my feet touch the bed, the first thing I do, oh, this you is mean the floor, day, right? <laughs> before I even like touch the floor, sorry, yeah. touch the floor, um, I say uh, usually anything, anywhere between five to seven things I'm grateful for. Um, just like just doing gratitude to get my mind right because mm -hmm. I'm not a I'm a morning person in the sense that I get a lot of work done in the morning I am not a morning person in the terms of like waking up like Same. I will wake up because my body's like hey like it's starting to get light outside you need to wake up but I am not a pleasant person to be around so I practice a lot of gratitude um, and then whenever I'm leaving the house I just do a lot of thankfulness a lot of gratitude um, about my home, um, you know, asking for protection when I'm outside. And then when I come in, another thing that I do is I cleanse in some way, whether I go in and like wash my hands right away, or I actually burn some incense or some type of smudging tool that I have, I do that right away as soon as I come in to cleanse. Um, so those are some things I do like every, every day. Um, Oh my God, there's so, there, as I talk about, like, I realize like there's so many things I do that are just so ritualistic. And so, mm -hmm. you know, like my meditation every day, right? I meditate every day. Um, 
I make sure that there's candles in my house every day. Somebody, there's got to be a candle. And sometimes, like, I ran out of candles. You know, we haven't been able to leave this as often. Um, so I ran out of candles. All I have is like the tea light candles that, like, they run out quickly. So I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, like they would burn. I'm like, ah, I'm trying to run and like light another one. <laughs> you know, yeah. stuff like that that I think is witchy. You know, the act of taking a shower. Mm-hmm. Um, I charge the water. I, you know, being attuned in Reiki and then just being an energy healer uh, practitioner, I charge my water as it hits. So I literally, before I turn on my shower head, I will do symbols, right? Um, to power charge that water to bring in the things I needed to bring in. So if it's clarity, if it's whatever, I just charge it. And then I just let the water fall on me. Like it's giving me those things that I just asked for. Um, those are just some of the favorite things I like to do. There's so much, like there really is. And I feel like we should have probably written these down instead of having such a, like a, it's such a, like some homework. Yeah. Maybe we should have just like, maybe y'all, we should have been organized. Obviously organization is not a trick that these buhas do, right? no I know it's crazy we're like what else do we do I do that in the shower too with the water it's just crazy how much I work with water and I'm not a water sign um I like you know what I like like too is essential oils like my diffuser mm -hmm. I use holy water um or moon water in my diffuser that's been charged already so the holy water is always charged by the church right right but my moon water, I, my moon water, I have moon, new moon water, um, full moon water. Sometimes it gets charged for a full moon cycle. I mean, you know what, not for nothing, working with the phase of the moon, like if you know what phase you're in every day, like yesterday we had a new moon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, knowing the things that I can practice. I mean, that's a very witchy thing that we do that becomes second nature for us, right? Like what right. phase of the moon are we in and what kind of rituals can we do today? Um, but using moon water into my essential oil diffuser and then mixing the essential oils to bring in the witchiness stuff that I need to be, you know, bringing in into mm-hmm. my home. That's another thing that's done for sure. I like that. For sure. Um, you know what we were talking about the other day that we do? It's not a daily practice or like a kitchen thing that we do, but it is something that we carry on with us throughout the year. It's our word of the year. Oh, and yeah. we just talked about that. Yes. So you just announced on Instagram that you just thought of your word of the year. Yeah, it just came to me. So I'm super excited. So before, I don't know if you want to share, if you don't want to share, that's fine. But um, tell us, tell us about your process of the word of the year. Like, how do you use it in your everyday? Like, what was your word of the year for this year? This up last year? (laughs) Like guided and mm-hmm. woo, woo. Um, and it's, I used to do New Year's resolutions. That didn't mm-hmm. work out well. And then I started doing new month resolutions. Back when I was like still blogging, I would do new month resolutions. And that didn't work out that great for me either. But I think using like a focus word really brings like the whole year together. Because it's just one word mm. to remind you, right? of what what you're supposed to be doing so like last year last year was like balance Mm -hmm. and that was before I knew I was like a Libra stellium you know Libras were like obsessed with balance 
<laughs> so it was funny that I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So it's like moving into it, right? So now mm-hmm. for this coming year, I was I was trying to think because I know we were talking all year about like throat chakra mm-hmm. stuff, right? And I was thinking of something that like just almost like confident, like a confident word, but I didn't want to use confident, like that wasn't it. And then spirit gave me the word glow mm-hmm. and I was so excited about it. Thanks. You can see my excitement. I love it. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> Jay has her little kitty ears and she's just like, her face is all excited. It's blushing. I love I it. Am, I love I it. Am. I love glow. I love glow. And I think that's so fitting for you in this next chapter. I have a quick question about glow. Do you use your word of the year on your birthday or for like the actual new year? When does for it the new the year for you? For the new year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I do something very similar, um, but I do mine around my birthday. So my new year being my birth date, right? So last year for me, it was receiving because I had a hard time receiving from people. Yeah. And boy, did I receive. <laughs> I received a lot uncomfortable at times even this podcast was a form of me receiving right usually it was me trying to put things together Mm -hmm. and this year it was like you came to me you have given me so much in this podcast because I'm all over the place right I constantly (laughs) received from you so thank you um uh last year was receiving and then this year I decided to have it be Cynthia um which is not for nothing uh, Cynthia kind of glows. So <laughs> I think I love it. I think what we're I think what it is actually is that I think that you and I are when I think about receiving guided, right? Mm-hmm. I think about um I think about like I was receiving a lot of guidance through the year, like allowing myself mm-hmm. to be in a space of receiving the guidance Same. and going with the flow. Right. right? Instead of trying um, to control everything, right? I'm like, let me just see what happens. Right. Yeah. yeah like, because receive as many things. I was receiving a lot of materialistic things. So that's where I had trouble receiving sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to work for things instead of just having things be given to me, which is what Spirit was saying. Like, you don't have to work that hard. Like, it right. just come to you, right? Um, and that was a lot of my last year. And then on my birthday in September, um, I had Cynthia. So I got a name, like a name, uh, what is that? Uh, necklace. Necklace. Thank <laughs> You're you. You're like pointing at your throat. You're like, what's this uh, right here? Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> a name necklace with Cynthia on there, right? Centravieso. Like it's a Centravieso name. And I got the Modern Bruja one from you too. Yeah. So it's like, those are two. It was actually very fitting to get modern bruja and to get Centravieso because those are two parts of who I am. Right. And owning those parts and glowing in who I am. So I feel like our words are still very interconnected, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. I, just, I get super specific as to what I want to do. Like I want to glow in my own self and I just <laughs> glow in different ways. Um, but yeah, I it's, you know, for me last year when I realized, well, when I say last year, like um, September, like August, September of this year um, was I have very strong chakras and I'm now comfortable with receiving, but I still struggle with the solar plexus every once in a while. Like that's still a part of me, like a part of me still struggles with the solar plexus because I, by trade, I'm an organizer. 
Right. And as an organizer, I'm taught to be behind the scenes, right? Mm -hmm. So having to be in front was uncomfortable. Owning my power felt uncomfortable, not because I didn't know I needed to own my power, not because I didn't believe I could own my power, but it just was not comfortable because I hadn't really fully done it before, right? right. So this year, you're going to see me stepping up a lot more and basically being the actress that I was meant to be. <laughs> I love it. Gonna see. I love it. Get ready for more sin. Everybody's going to be like, oh, God. Oh, God. Please don't. Please don't. Sorry, folks. And I'm like, please what do. Please do. <laughs> it's like, it's decided. It's decided yeah. I'm going to be famous next year. It's decided. She's like, there's nothing you can do. Just hang on for the it's ride. Like, it's in the cards, you know, so funny. We, we decided it's in the cards. We're both glowing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I love, I use it very similar. It is a focus, but it's also every year I have, so I always have two words. The first one is always around me for my birthday. Like, what is it for that year that I really want to focus? So like last year was receiving this year at Cynthia, right? But I always have, um, what I call like the, the, the year of whatever. So like 2020 was supposed to be a magical year, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it actually ended up being very magical because this happened, modern boom right. happened in 2020. Right. <laughs> for all the, listen, for all the, like there was dark magic with COVID obviously. I know. And dark magic with Trump, right? There was some dark magic. I didn't clarify. This is why I need to clarify what kind of magic we wanted to do, right? But it was a very magical year. We had modern bruja come up. So I always kind of do a, a number like I try to do like you know 44 was like four was like really the number for 2020 and like things mm -hmm. that kind of stand out to me so I decided to do magical um I haven't decided what 2021 is going to be like I call it like the corporate Cynthia yeah. right? like what does corporate me want to happen for the year right I know what I'm person personally last year I was working on receiving personally this year I'm working on Cynthia right right um, but then corporate Cynthia has got to work on something else. Last year was magic, which happened. So this year I haven't decided. And it usually happens like the week of. Is for the, yeah. I really start to think about it. Um, and that does become focus for me, like manifestation, right? Mm -hmm. Vision boards. Yeah. People do vision boards. Oh, that's another what you think people I do know. vision boards. I did, um, a, I did a magical one. So it was a, um, a collage of things mm -hmm. and then I put it in a jar with a you know different um herbs related to that and lit a candle and it's on my personal altar and I shake it once in a while I still was shaking it the other day <laughs> um but yeah I, I that's how I did my vision board last year so mm -hmm. all the things I wanted to kind of manifest I folded it and it was almost a way for me to not to see it so that I don't feel like I have to control everything. I kind of just let, put it in the jar. Mm, I like that. Mm -hmm. I did mine last year in my calendar, my planner. Mm -hmm. I put my vision board in my planner so that I can be more focused on it. Um, I'm a very visual person. So sometimes I need to see it often, but then right. like this year kind of backfired with not really needing a planner. I know. Oh, the worst investment of 2020, right? Had right. Yeah. Totally. But then I also kind of took it as a sign. Like I can't, um, part of receiving was like not trying to plan out how I was going to receive rather right. just going with the flow of me receiving. Like I literally, like, obviously I can pivot at any point. That's right. part of being a star. <laughs> part of being a star is being able to pivot when 
trauma hits. Right. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I like that idea. I really like that idea. Um, and we should talk about that more in the like New Year's Eve. We are going to have a New Year's Eve episode, folks, with um, things to do for rituals for New Year's Eve. Bruja style, of course. And we should talk yes. about that one more too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, these are just some of the things that we do every day. You know, uh, food is definitely a big one for me um, in terms of whether I think about, it. oh, this is what I was going to share that I completely forgot with folks is that, that I did go through a period of treating my food like a ritual, right? So like being very intentional about um, cleaning my space before I before I cooked. I would clean my stove before I cooked. Mm-hmm. I would be very intentional about all the ingredients that I put in my foods, like all the seasonings and spices. Like I had a great spice rack back in the day. Um, <laughs> and But the spices would be, you know, they would have a spiritual component and then an actual flavor component to it, right? Like bay leaf, when I was like adding for the soup, like when I would place the bay leaf into my soup, you know, I would put it in to like protect me and to bring in whatever, right? Like depending right. on what it was. Like those are my two phrase, two terms of the word, the words of the day today are like protection. Um, somebody might need to hear that. So. I know. Keep <laughs> <laughs> saying it. I'm like, I don't know. I keep saying protection. Protection and cleansing, right? Protection and cleansing. Those are like the the, this, the main staples. Yeah. I was gonna uh, say this episode you know, like was, was brought to you by protection and cleansing. Protection and cleansing. Uh, instead of fabuloso or mr clean we should yeah with like a you know bruja brujis protection and cleansing yeah. to get your best home no sorry yeah. um the uh but yeah like i would just go through my spices and whenever i was putting them into my food i would say that i was putting it not only in the name of like nourishing myself but also like the spiritual component of it so i did go through a phase of doing that when i was trying to get more comfortable with using herbs because there was like a time where I wasn't too comfortable and how to use them in you know people want to do candle magic and they want to do like all these other things but sometimes for me what was hard is that sometimes that's like very intuition led Mm -hmm. and I needed to know what the like what the spiritual properties were of everything before because I would treat a candle like my body right right and if I'm gonna put something on my candle I got to be able to put it in my body and so for me, it was like trying to see like, what are the spices? What are they bringing me in? And it made candle candle work a little bit easier for me in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, pray, I would clean my space immaculately, light a candle when I was cooking. I was a very romantic girl. <laughs> I would light a candle. I would like, it would be a, a huge ritual. Um, and then pray for my food, cleanse my food, you know, like everything. Um, and then I turned like 28. 29 I was like this is a lot of work <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore I love I'm, it. Done. Uh. I'm done um but that, that goes to the kitchen which is some people do like some really big spells with food I never got into that I just did it with my own like try to understand herbs right. and spices for myself but that's something people do I'm just basically recapping our episode Jay's so I know right now. I think too that's um, a good way if you are I know you mentioned before like if you're trying to lose weight and things but also if you're trying to like heal your body mm-hmm. um, a lot of us are living with um inflammation part of it is stress because of the world we're living in but it's also what we're right. eating and so having that intention while you cook and not eating right. out so much and I'm saying that as I ate takeout today but <laughs> yeah um yeah you'll 
it's it, there's the magic in cooking like we've been talking about and so if someone else was in a bad mood or something cooking your food that energy can really transfer into you um and then you're wondering why like why are you so angry after you ate this burger and it could be because of whoever prepared it right so poetic snaps yes <laughs> poetic snaps that was very profound thank you for sharing yeah. it no a hundred percent like you know what do you ever think about like um you know grandma's cooking mm-hmm. right like nobody can make like beans and rice like abuela right or right. Like whatever her staple food was right and when I think about it, her cooking was probably not the best, but it was the best. And it was because she made it with so much love. Yes, you know? and pride, right? Like, this is my right. plate. They're coming to eat this plate. And so yes. it ends up being so, so I try not to cook. If I'm in a bad mood, I'll clean first, right? Right. I'll clean first. And then usually that's what gets me out of a funk. If I'm in a funk, I'm like, what, what needs to be cleaned? Um, is it the bathroom? Is it the hallway? Like something. And then I'll cook right you know yes like that's like an important thing like being in the right mind frame to cook like mm-hmm. I try not I same like you I try not to cook when I'm like not in my best you know mood because right. food, like it could give somebody like <laughs> I'm so bold everything right? so, like, <laughs> give somebody diarrhea right <laughs> I was thinking like heartburn or like indigestion right. that too but right you know and people can always tell like when you cooked it with love yeah so, like you taste it and you'll be like oh this is like nothing and it'll be like oh my god this is like the best thing I've had right. like oh I didn't even like cook properly like I I, missed I tried my best yeah <laughs> right but like maybe you were thinking of the person that you were cooking for so it right. brought up the feelings of love for them you know so yeah like I think the intention is just as important for sure mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure yeah those are the things that like definitely every I definitely want to hear from Kitchen Witches if there's any that listen to this podcast when we air this episode yes. um, to share what things you do in the kitchen and what everyday practice, you know, for everybody else, what other everyday practices do you all have? Like we shared our word of the year because um, it's not, for me, it's not so much a New Year's Eve tradition. It's like an everyday thing that we're doing because right. it does focus us every day. Right. Because it um, really gets you back on track when you, when you, are flying off the rails you're like wait what was my word guided so stop being so controlling <laughs> it's like i gotta talk to myself like that stop being so controlling dang you know yeah so same for me like this year when i was getting so many messages well let me, when i was receiving so many messages <laughs> nice. and i was just like yo take a break take a break they're like uh nah you asked for this one right. you asked for this one you're gonna get it you're gonna get it so yeah, it totally keeps us focused and keeps us in purpose, which mm-hmm. is important because I think purpose is just as important. Um, and then, yeah, like that water, charging your water, folks. I hope that um, some of the everyday kitchen and like everyday tools that we use were of use to you and that hopefully you can implement some of them in your daily practice. And if you want to learn more about any of them, um, make sure to engage with us on Instagram and ask which ones and we can share more knowledge um, that we may not have gone into in this episode. So until next one, folks, have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Can't wait until next week for more Marum Bruja. Check out our bio for more ways to connect. Bye-bye. Bye.